Mommy, episode three, season two, and we have Chanel with us today. So Chanel, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. And yes, my name is Chanel Pearman, and I am a wife, a mom, and I am an Emmy-nominated reporter turned stroke survivor. So, I mean, I feel like kind of telling me about yourself is kind of a loaded question these days for me, but (laughs) that's kind of to sum it all up. So basically you do it all and you have survived something that you never saw coming. Just kind of tell me, gosh, tell me your story. Yes. So 2019 was a pretty interesting year, if you will, for me and my family. Um, I was pregnant with my son. Um, It was my first, it was my first pregnancy And it was a really exciting time for my husband and myself. We were excited to start our family. And, you know, unfortunately, one week after having my son, I had a stroke that almost killed me. And I'm just so thankful to be here today and to be here with my son and my husband. But just looking back and reflecting on everything, it was a pretty rough road you know, some of the best moments of your life, you know, having a child and the joyous moments of your life quickly turning into the most terrifying. Um, It was rough. It was rough for sure. And, you know, I'm just, I've just been recovering since then and trying to figure out what my new normal is as a stroke survivor. And unfortunately, because of the stroke, I did lose some of my vision and dealing with other cognitive issues and, you know, I've just been trying to figure out the new normal since then and trying to juggle being a new mom and, you know, recover myself, make sure I'm healthy and safe. So it's been, it's been quite the journey. <laughs> so what I've noticed about you is I met you from doing the Don't Rush Challenge with yeah. the Mommy Edition, which was a lot of fun. And I started following you on Instagram. And what I noticed right away is just how resilient you are and positive in the process. And that's something that a lot of us moms can really benefit from because there's going to be adversity in motherhood, but no one expects to go through what you kind of went through at that moment. You were a new mom and that's, that's enough when you think about it, when you're trying to stay up with a newborn and adjust to that and heal. And then out of nowhere, you're seemingly dealing with something else. And that's been a road to recovery as well. But what I always admired is that you shared parts of your stories um, from just your hair journey to being able to go for a walk with your son or being able to drive somewhere with him and just not really resting in where you are, but appreciating the part of the process and the progress towards where you're headed. And I think that that is a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's crazy to think of sharing some of the most vulnerable parts of yourself. But to be quite honest, um, I've always been kind of an open book, even before all of this. That's just kind of my personality. I just, I'm just always so open. You never know what your story or who your story is going to touch and who it could possibly help. And that's always kind of been my attitude 
And then when dealing with everything, whether it be stroke related or just being a new mom, just seeing the online community and how open others have been online has truly helped me in both of those avenues. Um, whether it's being a new mom and not knowing what to do with my baby and having questions about that and seeing so many moms be open and transparent online about their journey, what they're going through really helped me out. And then the same thing going as being a young stroke survivor, there's a huge online community, unfortunately, who has dealt with that. And they've been so open about the things they've have gone through and the challenges they face. So kind of looking at other people be so open and vulnerable has helped give me strength for when I wanted to just kind of hide off of social media and not post anything and only show the good parts and only show me happy and smiling and not be real and talk about the bad parts as well. I just kind of looked at others and thought how much their stories and their strength kind of helped me. And I felt, you know, if I could be uncomfortable for a little bit, but share my story and that could potentially help someone or give someone else strength or they might be able to relate. That's something that's really kind of helped me through that. Well, I'm glad that you did find that strength because let me tell you, you are inspiring. You shared about the headaches and, um, just kind of dealing with those. And you have a son. I know that he's full of energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> full of energy. Um, yeah, nothing quite prepares you for dealing with a toddler, a mobile toddler. Um, like you said, you're recovering, but I don't know, for me, when I look at Riley, sometimes I'm not feeling the best and they just kind of lift your spirits. They just kind of make you feel like everything is worth it. It's okay. Yes, for sure. A thousand percent. I mean, the joys of motherhood is just, there's really nothing like it. And I just remember when I was probably at my lowest, when the stroke first happened. I mean, my son was really young. He was only a week old when the stroke happened. So I remember at one point, um, you know, I had to deal with first off the physical aspect of having two brain surgeries and still while still healing from the C-section I had when I delivered my son. Um, so I was dealing with a lot physically, but then emotionally too, dealing with the loss of my vision. And it was emotional for me. And I remember one day I was in the nursery with my son and I was rocking him and, um, and I was breastfeeding him. And you know, I lost some of my vision on my left side and I had him on my left side. And I remember struggling to get him to latch on because I couldn't see. And I was so emotional in that moment. And, you know, here I am a new mom and I can't even see my son on this side and trying to get him to breastfeed. I was, I was a wreck. And I just remember my son just looks up at me and he's like, nothing but gums, but trying to smile. And he was just so happy and pure in that moment. And I just thought, you know, he deserves the world. And even though I feel so low and so helpless in that moment, I had to muster up the strength to just be the best version of myself and to do the best that I could for him. You know, he was only a week old and he didn't know anything. He just sees mommy. And I just, that was like one of the biggest moments for me in terms of like not trying to let what happened to me define me and just trying to make the most of the situation. You know, there's no better way to describe it. It sucks what happened. It does. But 
I'm still here and I need to make the most of it and be the best mom that I could be. When people do listen to this podcast and they're able to hear this episode, I just really feel like you're going to inspire so many people just to hear your story. Thank you. And there are days that it does feel like that as a mom and you have to channel that inner strength to keep going. And it really works on you. It stretches your faith. It, yes. <laughs> yes, it does. But it is the most worthy cause that I, I wake up for, you know? It does. So when I think, and I think our, our children are almost kind of around the same. How old is Jace? He's, yeah, he's 19 months now. Okay. Riley's 17 months. So yeah. they're not far apart, but he's like much taller. She's like a little bitty thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband's huge. He's six, six. Oh, yeah. It's good to hear these stories. Yeah. And like you said, when it first happened to you, you had to take it all in mm-hmm. and just go day by day and then start to look at other people and just draw that inspiration and that strength from other sources and realize that you aren't alone. And yeah. I think that's the most important message. A lot of us moms, we want to be able to relate to someone. We want to know that we can still accomplish those goals that we have. And I think that's like a, that's been a key point of this um, podcast for me is that I want people and especially mothers to know that whoever you were before you were a mother, you can be just as amazing and awesome and take it to the next level and just keep pushing the limit as a mother. And there are going to be days when you're going to be tired and there are going to be unforeseen events and you will still somehow find the energy to be amazing and a superhero because I I totally think that that's what you are like that's your story is awesome not just because it's about resilience but it is about being vulnerable it is about sharing parts of yourself that you feel like what if they don't understand what if I'm not ready to share this or even today just talking with me I know that that takes a lot of courage you know and then you had to make time to do this because (laughs) (laughs) Your son's taking a nap right now. So (laughs) I don't think people realize how much moms juggle balance and make it look so flawless. You you look beautiful right now. And it's like, you probably had to get dressed, get him to sleep, get on here. And then you're on borrowed time before he breaks back up. And it's all about him. Yes, for sure. As a mom, you just have to be able to do it all. Even when you don't feel like you're able to do it all or you don't feel like you're doing a good job, I mean, you're just stretched so thin and you just have to juggle it all and try the best that you can. And I think that's something I definitely struggled with in terms of being so stretched thin and feeling like I was doing so many things and not succeeding at any of them. in terms of trying to take care of my son and make sure he was well-fed and he was learning and doing everything he was supposed to do, but also trying to manage a household, doing laundry and cleaning and cooking. And like, it's a lot. And, you know, just, it took a while to try to get to a place where you're comfortable and, you know, you figure out your new normal and even feeling like I'm in my new normal now, a year and a half in, it's still a lot and it's still overwhelming, but you can only just do the best that you can do. And we have to give ourselves grace. And I think that the crazy thing is I feel like moms give everyone else grace, but ourselves. Yes. (laughs) That is the truest thing. (laughs) We'll look at everyone else and say, oh, that's okay. But 
I had a friend tell me that as long as your family is fed and everyone's happy, sometimes let that mess be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just go to sleep, rest, find your peace, and just enjoy each other. Because what I've figured out about Riley is I can clean up this house a million different times. And as soon as she gets out of daycare, it's just like I didn't waste my time. <laughs> No, for sure. That is the biggest thing. You'll slave away and do all these things. And then the baby comes and just tears everything up. So happily, Happily. like they do it with a smile on their face. And you're just like, yes, yeah. (laughs) As soon as James comes down and will vacuum and do everything, it'll be spotless when he goes upstairs. As soon as he comes, he figures out what toys he wants to throw all over the place, what food he wants to throw on the floor, just everything. So ladies, moms out there, give yourself some grace. Give yourself the same grace that you give everyone else around you. Yes. If you're too tired to cook, well, some days you don't have to cook. I I prefer cooking because I I do like cooking meals. It's kind of peaceful for me. But there's a lot of days where you're just so tired because we do balance a lot. And like you said, you have career goals as well. Yeah. I also have to realize that a year and a half or even a year is not that long. It's not. I'm still trying to get back to my fitness norm, but I keep telling myself, it's been a year. I should be back by now. But the truth is you've gone through a lot more than you're used to going through. So while you think a year is short, it's really not. So I think we have to give ourselves grace in adjusting to our new norm because I keep telling myself, I should be used to this by now. This should be my new norm by now, but sometimes it takes a little longer I'm learning to be patient with myself, to adjust, and just to go with the flow of life. Yes. <laughs> sure. And also, you're not even just dealing with motherhood, but we're in the middle of a global pandemic, too. So it's a lot. <laughs> so um, when uh, you you had your stroke, did they explain that there was anything that could have triggered it or... Was there anything you found out after the fact? Yes. Well, the stroke, my medical records say that the stroke was caused by postpartum preeclampsia, which is rare, but can happen. Um, Postpartum preeclampsia can happen up to, uh, I believe it's either six or eight weeks after having your baby. Um, But the most disheartening thing about my situation is I honestly feel as though I showed signs of preeclampsia towards the end of my pregnancy. You know, my pregnancy was amazing for the most part. Um, I had a really great experience, but that last week of my pregnancy, I knew something wasn't right. Um, The last week of my pregnancy, I had gotten really swollen and I'd gained a lot of weight in a short period of time. And the biggest red flag was my blood pressure was higher than normal. Um, And these were all concerns that I brought to my doctor. And unfortunately, my doctor dismissed my concerns and, you know, told me I was okay. My baby's okay. I was reassured that. And, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't okay. Um, Because then one week after having my son, I had the stroke. Um, But... Yeah, that's that's just been a really disheartening um, part of it all is that, you know, it would be one thing if it was something that we didn't see coming at all and it came out of nowhere. I mean, it was a shock for sure, because I never thought that a stroke would happen to me, especially being so young. 
was 29 at the time and healthy as far as I was concerned. But the fact that it's categorized as postpartum preeclampsia, well, we saw signs of it. It just, it was nothing more that I could have done at that point. You know, what's sad is that we talk about it all the time um, with Black women in healthcare. A lot of the times when we do speak up, it's not, we're not always heard and yeah. not always actions that follow immediately. Yes. My blood pressure shot up. I actually ended up having a C-section, but my blood pressure went up like that day and it never I never had high blood pressure. I ended up having to take uh, blood pressure medicine for a few months after. So a lot of us just don't know it's our first pregnancy and we're trusting those doctors to do what's right. But I guess I would encourage mothers or first time mothers to make sure that you're speaking up for yourself and that you don't second guess how you feel or that gut feeling inside of you that's telling you something isn't right. Exactly. Um, That is a big, that's a big to do. You know, you, like you said, you trust the medical professionals. They're supposed to know what to do. You know, they went to school for this. I'm just a first-time mom. How am I supposed to know? But unfortunately, you know, things, people are human and things can happen and things get overlooked. And unfortunately, that was what happened in my case. And it almost cost me my life. I don't know if you're familiar with the story. Uh, there was a woman named Shanice. Shanice, she is a doctor here in India, and she gave birth to her daughter, and she ended up passing away. Oh, goodness. Denise Wallace, I believe. And it was circulating a lot because she, preeclampsia as well, and it just escalated so quickly. And it's such a sad story because she kept telling them that something was wrong. So I remember doing that story and sitting down with her husband, and she's our age you know, young, beautiful black woman, physician. Uh, It happens entirely too often. And I wish I knew the exact solution other than us making sure that we're speaking up and we're not letting it go when they tell us, oh, it's okay. Yeah. That's, that's really the rough part there. It's because it's like, what can you do? That's, that's really the sad part because, you know, in my case, I spoke up and I told the doctor I was concerned and, you know, just even to humor me, they sent me down to labor and delivery and they ran some tests, but because there was one box, I didn't check off. I didn't have protein in my urine. They're like, I don't have preeclampsia. I'm fine. They sent me home. And even then I still didn't feel right. I even messaged my doctor and I'm like, I'm concerned about this. Is there any way I could be induced sooner? No. They couldn't, so or they didn't want to. <laughs> so it's it was unfortunate because it's like I tried to speak up, but you know, if your doctor's telling you no, and what can you do? And that's the question that you know I get asked, and it's like I wish I had the answer. Well, we've certainly got a long way to go when it comes to healthcare, especially with Black moms, but moms in general. Um, yeah. We there needs to be some improvements there. But I am so glad that you survived. And I'm so glad that you took the time to talk with us just about your journey. And I know that you still have a way to go on your journey. But I think that this is definitely a testimony. And I'm so glad that you're sharing it with the world. Thank because you for having we don't me. go through anything without 
it doing something for someone else or growing us towards our purpose. Yeah, for sure. Anything else you'd like to say before we go? No, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and having me on. Well, it was my pleasure talking with you, actually. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to gain something from this episode. So thank you guys for watching yet another episode with Media Mommy. Take care. I'm